0: Welcome to the Workforce Management Podcast, delivered to you by ShopWorks Workforce Solutions. The podcast that explores everything you need to know about workforce management, the technologies involved, strategies and processes, the trends and the solutions. Hi everyone, I'm Jake Bates, I'm a Workforce Management Consultant here at ShopWorks. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of the Workforce Management Podcast. I'm joined by Ian, uh, one of our co-founders. Hi Ian. Hi Jake. So today we're going to be talking about building a business case. I think naturally when we're looking to implement workforce management that means there comes a cost. Accessing money normally means building a business case. So kind of kick things off why would why do we need a business case for workforce management?
1: I suppose it's to avoid making a mistake. Really, is, is why companies put them in place. It's, it's a really good sort of governance discipline for big projects, and a workforce management implementation is a fairly, you know, fairly big change management project within any organization. So the business case is designed there to document to justify why we're making the decision to put this software in, um, and justify not just the cost, but there's all there's you've got internal resource and I was going to say hassle, but you know, there's got got to get everybody involved from top to bottom. And you've got to make it worth the while.
0: And then let's kind of start talking through the process of building what looks like a successful
1: business case. But we're starting with what does one look like? So it's probably a word document, you know, it's a written narrative that yep. describes the decisions you've made and why you've made them. And probably a spreadsheet which documents some numbers and return on investment and calculations. Okay. So that's probably what you're what you end up presenting. And you know, maybe a PowerPoint. But you're presenting this normally to senior management to say, okay, fine. We've done our research. This is the decision we would like to recommend. Okay, and this is why.
0: And in terms of business cases that require workforce management because we typically find gaps in the process and to solve issues, what kind of issues would you kind of see be solved?
1: <laughs> so, but I, I mean, it's good, a good good point because I think if it, maybe a, a way to look at that is it, within a business case, that's almost like what, what you're highlighting there is probably the first section of a business case. It's like, why put workforce management in what we're we trying to solve? What we're we trying to solve. Exactly. So we'll come back to I'll answer that in a second, but if we can't go on to the next stage, it's like what what are we going to solve? What is our proposed solution for selling it? Yeah. For solving it, sorry. And um, you know, and then the next stage is, you know, ha- have you calculated whether it's worth solving, if you see what I mean? So it all comes around about as it's a solution to a problem and the case is business case is justifying that. So let's go back to that one. So if we look at about what what problem we're we trying to solve you know you'd normally document the existing process you know and it might be you've got an old system that's on premise that you know isn't in the cloud or you might have spreadsheets or you might have paper um, they're typical typically what we see people are looking to upgrade from that sort of system and then you're looking to document what problems is that causing so it could be compliance problems it could be you know you you've you not got accurate demand forecasting it could be that you're going over budget on your staff it could be you're not paying people correctly Um, they're the sort of problems you're trying to solve and what you would normally do in a business case is trying to justify the cost of those okay so how much are you over by overtime spend yeah what is the risk of a compliance uh, breach because you're you're not picking up working time directive breaches and i i would I would assume that with these kind of business cases,
0: it's not a case of, okay, I'm a HR director, HR manager, it's just going to affect me. It must impact different parts of the business as well.
1: Yeah, and I think that that's a key point is you want to, if you're trying to justify the expense is very rarely just the software. The expense is in the time and the opportunity you miss that your company is missing by doing that project rather than another project. And so you need to document how it impacts everybody in the organisation. So that could be the person in payroll, it could be the finance director, but it could also be the staff in the stores who yeah. are you know, not getting their leave allocated on time or retention. There are so many things that a workforce management platform impacts and it's, it's normally across the whole organisation if it's the sort of organisation that needs work.
0: And just kind of a bit more detail in terms of what we, what we need for kind of the proposed solution when building the business case.
1: Okay, so the obvious one is, you know, this is the software, this is the vendor, you know, we've, you know, you imagine documenting, we've looked at three vendors and, you know, and this is what they do and this is how they, this is how they solve the problem. So you'd almost look to say, okay, fine. If you took say compliance, this is the, this is the issue we've got with compliance. This is how this software solves it. You know, it measures working time directive breaches and we can report against each one. Okay. So that, we, I'd expect to see that documented in a business case, that sort of level of detail. Yeah. Um, and that's that tends to be on the software side, and then it tends to be on the people side as well, because you're gonna this system you're gonna put in is gonna impact you know people in your in your in the stores or the departments where the workforce management works, and you should really document what problems they're having, like they don't their leave isn't correctly booked. Yeah. because, you know, you're using some paper form and it gets lost, okay, and now we're going to give them an app so they can do it self-service. So they're the sort of things that I'd expect to see documented on the solution. And then, of course, there's other things like cost, security, you know, like how's it going to look after the, you know, how's it keep my data secure, lots of other sort of factors like that. Okay,
0: so I've understand my issue, what I'm trying to solve, how I think the solution can solve that. Uh, the impact on the business, the wider context and narrative naturally workforce management comes with a price tag. If we look at kind of numbers we talked about over time, there'll be a saving to that payroll spending time. Just talk to me about kind of numbers that we need to go into this
1: <laughs> as well as yeah there's a as well as this podcast we've done a um, a blog article on this where we've documented this in quite a lot of detail. in fact, there's probably about five blog articles on it, including things like return on investment, time to value yeah we've even documented an example you can go and download our example uh, business case format and you can download our spreadsheet that helps you calculate it. But if we were to summarize the sort of key, two key numbers that you want to get to, one's return on investment, okay? And return on investment is a sort of percentage of the amount of value you're getting back compared with the investment you're putting in. And it's measured as a percentage. And so a 300% return on investment is showing you're getting three times the value back for the, the amount you spent. And we've got a calculator where you can put all the benefits in and it and the costs, and it'll um, calculate your return on investment. What you need to make sure you do is capture all the benefits and all the costs. Yes. Okay, so those costs might be the software vendor, might be you know you've got to put a project manager on it, you've got to you know do a pilot in five stores, and it's going to tie up some managers' time to do it. Yeah, and the benefits might be like you say, the overtime saving might be a reduction in risk one of the things that we can measure which is probably too detailed for this podcast is a return on investment for reducing risk okay so if you're reducing the risk of a working time directive compliance breach there is a value to that to the business and we can show you how to measure it the other big number to measure is called time to value okay and time to value is this is going to cost me a hundred thousand pounds okay um it's going to take me let's say six months to get to the benefits. So let's say the benefits of 15, whatever that is, 16 grand um, yeah. a month. I get to the benefit. I get to the time to value is when I start to get a profit on that return on investment. Okay. So I start the project six months later, I'm getting 16,000 pounds benefit a month. Okay. Yeah. The reason that's important because as the finance director, they've got a budget to run and they've put in this benefit for this year. When yeah. do they actually start to see it? So if it takes two years to see the, the time to value come in, then you know people are less likely to sign it off because it's you know, it takes too long to actually see any real return. And when we
0: talk about workforce management, depending on naturally the size and the configuration of the system, it attracts quite a large sum of money. So almost the jumping straight in at the deep end um, may be a bit off-putting. I've seen different models in terms of pilots, free trials, Is there a business case for that?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So, you know, again, in our calculator, we'll help you calculate the return on investment of just doing a pilot. And the reason there's a return on investment doing a pilot is because, let's say you spend 20 grand on a pilot. Yeah. Okay. And, the the, but the main project was 200,000 pounds. Yeah. If you do the pilot and you get to measure your benefits, okay, so you bear in mind, you've done this whole business case based on return on investment and time to value. The pilot helps you test all of the assumptions you put into your business case. So if you do the pilot and you go, yeah, actually I have saved on average three percent per store for this and four percent for that, and I have increased revenue in the pilot stores by two percent. Yeah. Okay. Then you can build a the pilot for twenty k in this example has allowed you to make a decision to spend two hundred thousand safely. If the pilot's a failure, okay. You've spent twenty k, but you've saved two hundred thousand pounds and a whole load of pain. Okay, yeah. So the again in our business case, we we definitely um, explain how to do the calculations around a um, around a pilot and make sure that you've got the ROI for the pilot. And you know, just you know, just that one one step will reduce massively the risk to the organization.
0: Yeah, and I can imagine if I'm going to. Mr. Finance Director, to secure some money. <laughs> Having the opportunity to not dive straight in, maybe an easy business case to start with before building part of a wider one.
1: Yeah, and, and one thing I w- would add is that just the process of doing a business case, we, we see it, you know, we've, you know, I know you've done them as well, Jake. We've done hundreds of workforce management implementations. Yeah. The companies that, uh, and organisations that, that do a proper business case that probably document it, the whole thing is more successful. It's more successful to us as a supplier. It's more successful to them. Because they've done all the thinking in advance, they've mitigated risks, they've done the calculations, they know what they're measuring, um, yeah. and they know what they're trying to achieve, okay, and then it's really clear whether you've achieved it or not.
0: Yeah, I, naturally you can get some KPIs from it, and yeah. I think that's, that measurability piece is probably quite key of that as well.
1: Yeah, and the KPIs are used, you know, some of the other things we've done, you know, including like getting engagement and getting the rollout, KPIs are so important to do that. Yeah they get set in the business case. And what a good practice is, six months after you've done it, actually the finance director should be Check getting it. the person who did it and say, right, yeah. come on, you told me you were going to get four, me, 4%. Let's get the numbers out. The numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or you're out, Jake. You, you've had yeah. it. You, you, you're toast.
0: So just for our listeners, you mentioned there's a calculator, Excel. what just, just our listeners know?
1: We'll put a link to the the blog that relates to this podcast in, yeah. in the notes. And from there, they can download like a Word document with a template for a business case. Yeah. And they can download a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet, which is basically a template for doing all the calculations that we've discussed on here. Yeah. And a whole load more that are in, in the business case document.
0: Great. Well, thank you for joining me today and I hope you we'll speak soon. Thank you. Cheers, Ian.